Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is the show all about podcasting where we're trying to help you create a more successful podcast. I'm Colin Gray and I'm joined by Matthew. How are you doing Matthew? Good morning to you. Good morning. Still a nice day here isn't Still it? Still a nice day. <laughs> uh, this episode, this season even, is all about how to get your first episode out into the world, how to beat that procrastination and get your podcast launched. And we're going through it step by step, short and sharp episodes to try and get you uh, through the whole process to get out there into the world. Eh? Um, if you want more detailed help around this, courses, support, all that kind of stuff, pop over to The Academy. We run The Podcast Host Academy over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash academy. Um, and we're also, we've got a mastermind coming up too, don't we, which we'll mention. We'll talk a bit more about that later on. But let's get into the content, Matthew. We're talking this episode about planning and scripting your episode. So how do you go about planning and scripting? How do you go about make, doing that prep basically to make sure we've got a good episode? Well, that's Where a, do we start? That's a big question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the last uh, the last episode we talked about frequency, so yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so did you want to chat a bit about the seasons, Aye, seasonal podcast? Let's jump into that first because, yeah, I think that has a big effect on the planning side of things. And we talked last time, we kind of came up with the, the idea that probably weekly is your kind of default setting, probably, because it works well with people's... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rhythm, rhythms, routines. Yeah, so they can expect your show every Tuesday morning or something. But um, we also mentioned on the last episode that a weekly frequency can be quite, uh, it can be quite arduous. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it can grind you down every single week having to create an episode. And that's why I often argue for, for a season's approach, which basically means that you're doing a distinct block of episodes, probably on a weekly basis for a set amount of weeks. So like a, a 12 episode season, for example, where you do 12 episodes every week for three months. So that would cover three months, but then you take a, a, a month or a two months off or something like that. So it sorts out that kind of um, treadmill problem whereby you're trying to get something out every single week and you never feel that there's a break coming. Instead, you do 12 weeks worth of recording and then you take a month off or two months off. And if you do it as a season, it's like a, it's a distinct block of content around a particular topic. And it makes sense to take a break. It's like a TV season or a, you know, a course or something like that. It makes sense to have a month off after that. Mm -hmm. So I think that works well for the planning in the first place. Um, and tying it into planning... I always find that planning a season is easier because, you know, the standard approach to podcast planning is that you wake up on Tuesday morning, ah, crap, I've got to record a podcast today, sit down for 20 minutes and think of a topic. What am I going to talk about? Write down that topic, write down the bullet points, and it takes you half an hour of a bit of stress. And, and often that's what puts people off recording a show, isn't it, mm -hmm. that week? Because they can't think of a topic or they can't go through the planning or whatever. But I find with the season planning, basically you can sit down and you can spend an hour and you can plan it a whole season because you pick a topic like like this season for us, how to get your first episode out. We broke it down into 12 different episodes. Um, we wrote a few bullet points around each episode and basically over an hour we'd planned the whole season because it was all linked together. Mm -hmm. So it makes the planning process much easier, much more clear. Um, and f for me, it creates a better podcast because you end up with... 12 episodes say that actually all link together so you're more compelled as a listener out there listening to us right now you're more compelled to listen to the next episode of this season because you know that it builds on this episode you know we've talked about planning and scripting this episode next episode we'll talk about something that builds on that so there's actually a link from one episode to the next so 
that's for me kind of a lot of the benefits around seasons it helps that kind of compulsion to listen episode to episode creates for a more useful show for people more success that comes out for your listeners more easy planning for you grows your audience because of that kind of success and the the continuation from episode to episode um yeah i talk about this a lot don't i (laughs) Yeah, I'm one over. I guess the the only um, just to play the devil's advocate, the mm-hmm. downside is once you're not putting episodes out, you're off people's radar. There's other shows they're listening to, yeah, so yeah. Th- there's the argument that um, I know you won't be forgotten about. Yes. but y- you drop down the pecking order yeah, a bit of. Um, yeah. I I would say that even more so recently that's been totally debunked in the fact that there's there's more and more seat like I started talking about this approach talked about it in New Media Europe I think four years ago. Um, there's so many more seasons based shows now like a lot of the bigger shows that have much higher production values they do it in seasons don't they and they still grow massive audiences mm. um like serial started it for example uh going on to all the, a lot of the gimlet shows um like startup for example seasons based and there's so many seasons based shows out there and we've never seen a drop off with podcraft have we we've always done podcraft as a season based show mm-hmm. based around particular topics and people don't i don't think people forget about you as long as you're clear about it as long as at the end of the season and you say that's the end of the season we'll be back in a month or two months and I would always say you could set a date so that people know what to expect but actually we often don't live by that rule do we nah. we say we'll be back in a couple of months um, and people don't delete us they don't delete your feed they just let it sit there until a new episode pops up mm-hmm. I think yeah. So, yeah and new people are always finding you all the time too yeah, so. yeah. exactly yeah yeah so, I mean, I think to, to sort of sum up that plan inside of things, if you can plan a season, that's great. Even if you're just planning an episode, for me, it comes down to um, thinking up the topic and really just starting to plan out a, a script around that. So um, what about scripting then? That's probably the next step. What? How do you go about your scripting, Matthew, when you're coming up I with lo- the show? Sorry, I love the fact on, on our notes, we've got word for word script, which makes your you don't miss anything. <laughs> And we literally have missed the S. Uh, that's me pulling the curtain back a wee bit there. Um, scripting, I mean, I don't, I don't do that many uh, non-fiction shows nowadays. Yeah, in fact, yeah. only this one. Uh-huh. Um, back in the day when we did the audio drama production podcast, yeah. um, I used to just take along some notes, yeah. um, some general bullet points. Um, I think, like for somebody getting into podcasts now especially if they're doing an episode like a monologue, a solo show, mm-hmm. it's very tempting for them to go for the word-for-word word for, uh, word word script, yeah, isn't it? Because yeah. they're scared that they'll run out of things to say or they'll yeah. maybe feel a bit stupid. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, But it, it's a hard thing to execute, isn't yeah. it? To be clear, when we say a word-for-word word script, we mean actually literally writing out every word of what you're going to say and just reading it. Yeah, yeah. It's like reading an actual... It's um, an audio book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An audio book that you then read out that book. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. It, it it's a very hard to pull, thing to pull off. Um, to be able to read it without sounding like you're reading, mm. to make it sound stilted, it tends to sound a bit boring, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's people that can do it with a bit of practice, but it's it's tricky. Um, and the kind of I think the ironic thing for me is that often beginners want to start out with a word for word script because when you're first starting your podcast, it's a bit nerve wracking just jumping on a mic and mm-hmm. and basically freestyling it and ad libbing the whole thing. So you tend to want to write a word for word script, but that's the point where you're probably not practiced enough to get away with it. Yeah, aye. <laughs> so yeah, when you become good enough to do it, you don't need to do it. You don't it need it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's an option. What's the next one up then? 
Uh, well, the bullet points. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just like not not really basic headers, but um, yeah. you know, a bit more detail than that. Yeah. Um, that's what I used to do. You yeah. know, there'd be certain points that I really wanted to make, yeah. so I'd maybe yeah. write a rough sentence down so yeah. I could work that into something that I'm going to say. Yeah. But um, that was that was what worked best for me personally. This is one that often works well for me as well. I alter- alternate between this one and the next one we'll talk about, but this the de- sort of detailed bullet point script is what we're talking about here and by detailed bullet point script what i mean is that i'll tend to go through a topic so for example this one right in front of us we've got scripting as a header then we've got one word for word script we've got two detailed bullets we've got three top level bullets to show you the next topic that's coming and then four we've got group so they're the top level ones but then below those bullet points you know indented in the bullet points we've got a bit of detail so we've got that makes make sure make you don't miss anything which <laughs> matthew mentioned sounds quite stilted and less experienced for beginners so you can see those bullet points are the things that matthew and i just went through that's the kind of the detailed bullet point script you've got the top level bullets but then you've got kind of sub bullet points in there that just go through all of the little points that we want to cover they're prompts basically we're not going to read them out word for word like that number one version but we've got plenty of prompts there to start the conversation so we're not going to sound stilted we're not going to sound like we're reading but we're still not going to miss anything either i think that lead to the next one which i think is basically just missing out those detailed bits it's just top level bullets so number three top level bullets this is one where we would maybe just include one word for word script, two detailed bullets, three very top level bullets and four group. And then we'd just basically rely on our knowledge and experience to freestyle through the actual detail of that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I alternate between the two of these. Um, I'll do detailed bullets for topics that I maybe don't know quite as well or ones that I know there's a few points I really want to make sure I cover. Whereas I'll do the top level bullets, like just kind of undetailed, just a, a few top level bullet points to cover something that I know I can, I've covered millions of times before. I know really well, I kind of know the structure of it. I know fine that we can go through it, no worries. And often actually... I think a show that's much more exploratory, much more conversational might be more using that kind of plan. So mm-hmm. they might, they maybe just want to raise a point and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then just talk through it. Yeah. Although arguably they're the ones that go off topic, off tangent and, and actually are a bit too rambly. <laughs> so yeah. Um, detailed bullets to keep on track, less rambling, make sure you get everything and top level bullets just for someone that's a bit more of a conversation. What's the final one? That's a good question. Group. <laughs> Do you know what I meant by that one? No. <laughs> well, I think uh, a group one, I, th- I think I put that in there just to make sure that um, I think if you've got a group of three or four people, just like I said, if it's more of a conversation, it works best with method three, which is those top level bullets. It's really just having a few things that you want to raise and just have a conversation around. Because if you've got three or four people, you're assuming that this is not going to be a short show. <laughs> you can't do a short show with that many people. It's going to be um, a group of folk talking for, you know, somewhere between half an hour and an hour. And it's going to be opinions, a round table. Uh, it's going to be entertaining, hopefully, to listen to this conversation, this back and forth between people. Um, but you could do a touch of method two you know a few more bits of detail in there if there's things that you want to make sure you mention or you ask the others about so if it's a group of you more than just two then you might want to do some kind of a mix between that method three those top level bullets and the method two which is the kind of more detailed bullets 
Alrighty, so that's basically how we script our shows. Let's just talk quickly about the podcast launch mastermind, Matthew, which you're running this coming month, eh? Just to mention up front, the podcast launch mastermind is, um, we're launching it in June for the first one to get, help people get their first episodes out, but it will be available in future too. So even if you miss it, if you listen to this in future, you can still uh, go and have a look at uh, thepodcasthost.com forward slash mastermind to get all the details there. But Matthew, quick summary, what's the the mastermind all for? Yeah, we want to take people who have a good podcast idea and we want to take them through six sessions over the space of six weeks. And at the end of those six weeks, we want to have them with their podcast set set up uh, everywhere that podcasts can be consumed. So we just want to run through everything, um, do a bit of teaching in these sessions, but also just spend time chatting to each other, answering questions and just working through all our problems together yeah putting it in a particular context of of yourselves really so yeah i mean we're giving you a good start here showing you the way to get your show out there but if you have loads of individual questions um you know what about this context what about this equipment for the way i do my interviews what about all you know how i want to edit here's my plan what do you think of my plan if you want that kind of one-to-one support um as part of a small group just five of you guys plus matthew um over an hour and a half every week for six weeks then uh matthew will i'm sure give you the uh, the kick in the butt just to get over that procrastination get that show out there Um, so like we said starts on June 20th it's 2018 Uh, but if you're listening in future we'll be doing it in future so by all means pop over to the link thepodcasthost.com forward slash mastermind Um, and just to let you know price wise uh, our members of the podcast host academy get at half price so the full price is $395 $395 per head for the whole session so that's for all six and our members get it for 195 dollars um so if you join in the academy you get a big discount on it there all righty on to the next so just a few more things are in plan and script and what about transcripts people always ask us about transcripts do you think they're a good idea yeah, well, you did a you did a really good interview on this very podcast about it, didn't you? Yeah, about the the sort of accessibility yeah, um, aspect of it. Um, we, we could put links to that episode yeah, in definitely. the show notes if you've not heard it already. So there's obviously like there's the accessibility side of things. There's the SEO side of things, isn't there, for yeah, having yeah. transcripts there too? Um, bit of debate on you know how effective those are for for your SEO. Um, Transcripts, yeah, I mean, it depends recently. I know you should do them. I think, I think if you're, if you're running a business, you legally should do them. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Um, Kind of, yeah. There's an expectation that you should make everything you create accessible to everyone. So, um, it could be argued that it's a legal requirement, just like a, you know, a disabled ramp in a mm -hmm. shop. You offer a transcript to an audio so that anybody who, um, is hearing impaired can still consume the content, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I suppose the reason transcripts come up here is that, um, your script. If you do a word for word script, that can work as a transcript, basically. That is mm-hmm. a transcript because yeah. you've just read it out. Um, but detailed bullets actually work. They can work as a as a show notes page as well yeah. that go in there. So you can reuse these plans that you create. Um, they can at least work as an episode guide if you add in timings, like here's where we talked about this, here's where we talked about that. Yeah, so that's good. Um, we uh, also, I mean, just to give you an idea of who we use, we use Rev.com for uh, our main transcripts if we want it really good quality. And we use Trint 
Dot.com for kind of more automated transcripts, which are lower quality, need a bit more editing, but much cheaper, basically. Done by the robot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, final thing on this, what tools do we use for doing scripting? <laughs> what do you use for creating your scripts? Uh, we talked about this in a previous episode too. I was talking about using the uh, Word documents for, oh, yeah, for yeah. setting scripts. Oh, um, the now we're using uh, Notion, Notion.so, yes. yeah. which I hate. <laughs> um, absolutely hate it. It's just a horrible, um, in my opinion, platform <laughs> that I don't understand and I've no uh, intention of spending time understanding it anytime soon. Apart from the fact that I'm making you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to be clear, I really like Notion. I think it works really well for scripting because it lets you uh, create collaborative pages. We can both edit them. We can structure them. So it's a wee bit better than Google Docs for me because you can actually nest stuff so you can have pages within pages. So we've got a season one, pa- a season 10 page, which has the headers for every episode here. And then within each of those pages, um, nested down, we've got the actual episode notes. So I actually I really like Notion for it. Um, and I believe, Matthew, if you just if if we just spent 20 minutes going through how it works, you would like it more. But well, hey, we used to use Evernote, though. Evernote's really good, too. Um, you can collaborate on that. But yeah, like you said, Word Docs. Yeah, a, te- a text well. document or, yeah. or the traditional pen and paper would yeah, do if totally. you're doing bullet points, too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Or Google Docs. I mean, Google Docs works well because you can have two or three people working on a Google Doc together. And it's still, uh, you don't overwrite your changes and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, just been uh, reviewing uh, a full season of one of my audio dramas uh-huh. with my collaborator. Okay. And we were using Google Docs, moved all the episodes in there because we could we could read through the scripts on Skype and edit them together. Yeah, yeah. Before we've worked with like Word documents and Dropbox and it yeah. creates duplicate copies oh, and yeah, it gets yeah. really confusing. Like, what, what is the best version now? So, yeah, I like I like Google Docs for that. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the benefit of Google Docs and Notion does that as well. So check them out. All right. I think that ties us up, though, for the planning and scripting episode. So thanks again for joining us. Again, if you want to join us on the podcast launch mastermind, if you need a bit more individual help, a bit more support, a bit more direct teaching around all of these topics or in getting your first episode out there, then pop over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash mastermind and you'll find our upcoming one starting june 20th 2018 or if we're past that date you'll see details there for a future one we'll be able to sign up to be notified about it at least thanks again matthew good episode thank you the boring stuff around planning and scripting eh? but hopefully we made it relatively interesting thank you listener for joining us and we'll talk to you in the next episode